BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Hey folks, it's Lyle. Get this, I'm coming to over 40 cities across the United States, the UK, Europe, and Australia to do this here Therapy Gecko podcast live. These shows will involve bringing folks from the audience up on stage to talk to a gecko about whatever they want, just like we do on the podcast. Uh, the shows are completely unplanned, completely unpredictable, and they will be a lot of fun. So if you're a fan of the podcast, you should definitely come out. Uh, tickets are available right now at therapygeckotour.com, and you should get them before they are sold out. That's therapygeckotour.com. We'll put the link in the episode description as well. Uh, the live shows are, are very fun. They're very gecko-y, and I hope to see you there. All right, let's get into the episode. Hello. Uh, hi. Hi. Who is this? This is Beth. Beth. Beth, you have a crying child in the background. I do. I do. Her bottle fell in her mouth right as uh, as this happened. Is there is, uh, is there a way that you can get away from the child for a second while we talk on the phone, or or do you need? Yeah, to yeah, yeah. For sure. Just give me like one second here. I'll set her up. Sure. Sure. But yeah, I was. We can mute is, the baby. Yeah, I was. This was unexpected because the I, I haven't tried calling with this system, I guess. So I wasn't sure what to expect. Neither was I. Okay, it's is the baby out. is the baby outside yet? Well, I just moved. Okay, that's good. <laughs> um, what's what's your name, Beth? Beth, yes. Uh, what's up, Beth? How you doing? I'm doing good. I honestly had, uh, I, I didn't think that I was going to get through, so I didn't prepare anything or any actual reasons to call, but. Uh, that's fine, man. I mean, we can just talk about whatever. I mean, how, if I assume like if you've been listening for a while, you've imagined what you might want to talk about if you were to call in. I did have one story that I thought would probably entertain some people and every okay. time that I told it to the call screeners they were like what the fuck <laughs> um but like all in right, a good well, way all right well let's I'll let's <laughs> let's hear it so i used to have this roommate and i had known her for like years and years like since elementary school and i'm 25 now so like it's been a while and uh 
she came to live with me for a while. And there was this one weird point where she was just being super strange. And then she, she went away for a week. Like she left my house for a week, didn't tell us where she was going. And we were like, okay, that's cool. And we noticed that like the room she was staying in was just, it was just, there was a smell, I guess. And when we finally went to investigate, we found my baby's dirty diapers under her pillow. Oh, I thought you, I thought this was going to have a dead body in it. No, no, that would, I don't think I could have uh, just kind of said that on stream. I think that would have been a whole different scenario. Who whose pillow was this? Her pillow, like under her bedroom pillow, and it had been there for like I gotta say who, about two weeks. Who is the her? I'm I'm sorry, I'm a bad listener. My my old roommate. Your old roommate put your daughter's poop under her pillow. Yeah, and she was just sleeping with that there. Why? We never found out because when we confronted her about it she said oh that's strange threw the diaper in the garbage and then proceeded to never wash her sheets never do anything about all of that situation acted like it was totally normal well well, she didn't she said it was strange i feel like she said it was strange because we caught her (laughs) well look i mean look what look what the reason why she said it was strange i mean she admitted it was strange well, it was indeed strange. It was indeed strange. That's what I would say if I was caught doing something like that. It's, it's indeed strange. Um, what Do you have any idea why she was sleeping with your daughter's poop under her pillow? No, we never found out. She, like, moved out a couple weeks later. Yeah, I would do that, too. Um, like, she just bailed. <laughs> What? How did you react to this? Like, did you have do you, do you have theories at all? I I haven't been able to figure anything out. It's it was it was too weird. Like, I hadn't I didn't know how to process that situation. Mm-hmm. Like when you have kids, like yes, there's a lot of weird things that can happen with people when you have kids, but that's just not something that I imagined. Um. Now, since finding out that she sleeps. With your daughter's poop under your pillow, have you tried sleeping with your daughter's poop under your pillow in the event that it actually uh, uh, somehow does something, and that's why she was doing it? Maybe no, no can't, there. can't say that I have uh, felt the urge to do that. Really? I mean, she had her. She was sleeping with your daughter's poop for like two weeks. Yeah, it was like two weeks. Okay, all right. So there was. A, she had to have had a reason. That's what I'm saying. There had to be a reason. And she couldn't, like, she couldn't say it was something like, oh, the dog put it there and I didn't know. Because, like, okay. you you could tell. All I'm saying is that, we okay, so we've established that she did this for a reason. All I'm saying is you could take your daughter's poop, put it under your pillow, go to sleep, and then when you wake up in the morning, you'll be like, oh, I totally get this now. <laughs> I still, you know, may- maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe one day. I'll get experimental. <laughs> Um, cause I'm wondering if there's like a refreshing element to sleeping on poop or if your daughter, just your daughter's poop in particular has some kind of like gift to it where if you sleep on it, it's makes your life magical or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what, what your roommate, would did anything else weird happen with them? She was all kinds of weird. She was all kinds of weird. Uh, let me ask you this question. Where does this rank? 
on the list of weirdest things that she's done? Or is this towards the bottom or towards the top? It's probably towards the top. Uh, but... Has she done anything more bizarre than this? Oh, not. She was like super into dressing like an adult baby all the time. So it kind of like. You know what? That is important information in this case, I would say. Maybe. That gives me a little bit of a suspicion as to maybe why she was stealing your daughter's poop. I feel like there was other other uh, ways to um, <laughs> indulge in her weird uh, likes. Oh, look, no, I'm just talking from her perspective as to why she would do that. But um, but me, it's like she had her boyfriend sleep over, too. So, like, why didn't he say anything? Because he probably also likes poop. I guess. Where do you think they met? They met at one of the adult baby conventions. Like, she, she hasn't talked to me since either. It's been about a year now. What what's her life like? What's she doing? I don't know. She moved in with her boyfriend. That was that. Well, I'm glad that everybody in this situation ended up happy. Yeah, I'm kind of happy that I don't have to. That was just. It was just so strange. It was strange. Uh, who do you live with now? Uh, my husband and our three kids. Does your husband ever uh, steal your child's poop and put it under his pillow? No, no, he does not. <laughs> Well, it sounds like you live a very happy life. It's, it's nice. It's calm. Uh, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Uh, no, but I will say that you should try and come to East Coast Canada sometime because you're a little too far away for me to go see you this time. Oh, I don't know if I'm ever doing any. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever doing anything again after this tour. We'll see, man. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you very much for calling, Beth. You take care. All right. See ya. Hi. Hi. Uh, my name is Armando. Armando. Um, the reason why I wanted to call is because I actually gave you a Bulls jersey as a gift um, last week. Oh, shit. Wait a minute. That was you. Yeah, I was walking off the stage and somebody handed <laughs> me something. And I didn't get the chance to look at that. It's a Bulls jersey? Yeah, it says uh, um yeah, I, uh, Lyle the Geck on the back. I put it was custom. Wait, it has my name on. The, hold on, I actually have this. It, my suit. So I do. The, I do this thing when I go on trips where I just don't fucking un. I'm so fucking lazy, Armando. I literally don't <laughs> unpack my suitcase. So I just have my packed suitcase literally a foot away from me. I kind of want to open this. I didn't know it said Geck on it. Yeah, it did. <laughs> okay, give me give me one second. Give me one second. Okay. Okay, wait, hold on, I'm going to open this. I don't know how exciting this is for the audio portion of this, but hold on. Wait, holy shit. <laughs> this, is a, this is a bulls, it says Gek on the back. Yeah. <laughs> holy shit, it says Lyle the Gek. I didn't even open this. I had no idea what this was. <laughs> no, it, was a, it was a gift since... Uh... Uh, no, you were super nice to me last time I went on stage. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I, I remember you. Were you the guy who um, had erectile dysfunction? 
<laughs> well, my friend said that I use gas station term. Yes, yes. That, oh, that was, okay. Sorry to bring it up, but yeah, you were the guy who had erectile dysfunction, and you were using gas station penis pills to fix it. And here you are. You, you're so kind. You know, you're dealing with your own problems, and you found some time to give me this very nice gift. Thank you very much. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I didn't even. It didn't even look at it. This is this no, is awesome. Totally Thank you. So, so next time you do come to Chicago, you'll you'll have something official to wear i was half i was half expecting there to be a little <laughs> uh ziploc bag of some gas station penis pills hidden inside this package <laughs> somewhere but it's okay i'm not i'm not offended that there's not i can i can get those myself i'm an adult um yeah i remember you your 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 buddy made you go on stage to talk about um your addiction to gas station penis pills. How did that? How did that eventually turn out? Do you still? Um, well, no, I, you I still... actually it was. I actually never took them before. Um, um, they just said because I wanted to talk about uh, how my friend thought I was an alcoholic, uh. but I don't know if you remember that. And then we we took a picture with our bellies together because you asked me what um, was my biggest regret about alcohol. I said my beer belly. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do remember that. Okay, so how are you? Do, how are you doing on the alcohol? I, I yeah, I remember you wanted to talk about alcohol and penis pill problems. <laughs> I still haven't tried the gas station tools yet. I, I still, I still want to. Uh, not leaving that. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, alcohol. I mean, alcohol is cool, man. Still having fun out here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that's a good answer or not. But uh, how? No. Yes. Yes. I remember this. I remember this. Okay, you were you were, you wanted to start trying gas station penis penis pills, um, yeah, but yeah. you mainly yes. Yeah, so you and I we talked about alcohol and stuff. Are you like, I mean, how are you how are you doing? Are you getting drunk and fighting people or anything? No, like that? no, 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 nothing like that. I actually just got back from uh, Puerto Rico on Cabo for for DJing. So, but that was all partying and you know that was a lot of fun. So, but okay. it involved alcohol. <laughs> how uh what did anything particularly exciting happen in cabo oh i saw Lil john for the first time um, who is that that's a rapper right yeah yeah uh, he has a lot of hit songs so what's he doing all the way down in cabo probably also getting drunk and hammering down spring. penis pills. <laughs> it was spring break <laughs> so yeah <laughs> Okay. What do you are are you on spring break at all? What do you what do you what is it that you do again? I forgot. I don't know if we ever I'm talked a, about it. I, I'm a DJ. I'm a DJ. Full time DJ. You're full time DJ. Okay. You know what? You know it's funny. Okay, so I got to say this since we're talking about the live show stuff, and I know I'm I'm always talking about the live show stuff on this podcast, but it is kind of the it is the most persistent thought on my mind is these shows because I'm having a lot of fun doing them. Um, it you know so it's funny. Uh, on the road, I I never I I don't drink or get stoned before. Actually, that's not. A, I've I've experimented with like taking like uh, having like a drink before getting on stage, but without fail, almost every night after the show is over, it's like reward time. So I'm I'm you know drinking and smoking and eating. Whatever you know, uh, fucking fried mozzarella sticks stuff they have at the club, um, 
And without even realizing, and I'm not a huge alcohol, I'm a big weed guy, but I'm not a huge alcohol guy, but without even noticing it, I was getting drunk, ev- like, every single night of this tour. <laughs> not, not, not getting drunk, but, like, drinking a lot, and, um, uh, for you, because you're a DJ, did that, like, being in that party environment, is that, like, a, um, uh, a big sort of um making you want to get drunk all the time um i i would say yes it is a little difficult uh, most of the time i do like you know thursday through sunday um it's kind of the days that i kind of work um so throughout the night you know people come out and support you or you know stuff like that and then the way that you know they want to say hi to you is like handing you a shot or like yeah. buying you a beer or stuff like that or you know and it's it's hard to sometimes to say no you know like because they already kind of bought it usually when they ask i'll be like no i'm all right i'm cool because i like to get my set done and then after my set's done then i can go hang out with everybody but yeah it's it's sometimes difficult you know because it's 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 around you even when you want to like take a break on a certain day it's just around you you know it's like yeah (laughs) yeah yeah I have to start like you know. I think there's an urge, and I and that I get, and I think this is this is probably a relatable thing of like anything you can do, you just do it. Like somebody, somebody you know invites you for a, a somebody you know offers you a drink. You're like, oh sure, I've I have been offered this drink, I will take it. Somebody offers you a smoke, oh I have been offered this smoke, I will take it. And it's like <laughs> you know you can. <laughs> you you don't have to accept every single every you know every yeah, opportunity yeah, to get drunk and stoned. You don't have to take. I'm, and this is not me talking to you. This is me talking to me. Yeah, but yeah, if somebody offers you like hard drugs, I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Like, <laughs> wait, something hard. But, but then there's the thing. Like, if somebody offers, like, if you're in, and I don't like this is people are gonna start coming up to me and offering me acid after I say this. But it's like, <laughs> you know, if I'm in, like, um. I don't know, some weird place and somebody's like, hey, do you want to do acid? Part of me is like, I kind of want to say yes just for the experience of it. But also, I feel like that should be a more planned thing. Yeah, yeah. Be around comfortable people and people you can trust and stuff like that. Right, Yeah, definitely. Stuff like that. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Yeah. But no, I do do try to slow down once in a while, but like – like I said, it is difficult, just kind of around a party environment and stuff like that. So, um, are you? Uh, what the hell was I going to say? So, are you? Are you like actively trying to drink and smoke less? Um, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't really smoke at all. I don't. I only smoke weed. Like, I'll probably take a hit or if it's free or hanging out with some friends, but. I don't like actively smoke at all. Or, or right? No, you, so. you, your thing was alcohol. Are you actively trying to drink less? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't drink like I don't wake up and I'm like, oh, I need a, <laughs> a beer or anything. Right. It's just, it's just more of a, you know, when I'm out working or something like that. It's just around me, and then it just, you know, turns into a bender sometimes. So, how how long how long of a bender were you on uh, in Cabo? Uh, I was in Cabo for about five days. Yeah, were you five days. were you drunk the entire time? 
<laughs> no, I was actually I got uh, shipped out there to uh, DJ a wedding. I mean, flown out there to DJ a wedding. So I had to kind of be, uh, you know, professional. Mm-hmm. But once the wedding was over, I was like, okay, let's go have fun now. <laughs> See, that's the th- that's what I like about doing. Um... You know, when you're doing a performance of some kind, you have very clear indications of when your work is done. You know, when you stop spinning, it's like, all right, now I don't have to do any actual things now. I can go crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot better. It feels a lot. It, you know, it's, like you said, it's kind of like a reward right. at the end, you know? So that's the right. way I kind of see it sometimes. But, you know, I got into a thing with myself where I – and – this is I, – I haven't learned anything from this. These are just observations is like, um, you know, I reward, I reward myself every time my show is over by, you know, the, with, you know, a drink or a smoke or, or ma- mainly a food. You know, you know, that's my thing, of course, is the, all the food stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. And I'm – and I'm like, well, this is my – is my job now doing this. And I'm like, well, that's like if – you know, it's like if you went, you can't just, like just doing your job is not, I guess, a, a, always a a a um a reason to go crazy afterwards. I don't know. That's just a thought. What do you think about that as a fellow um, traveling guy? <laughs> no, that's 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 true. It is true, but um, like yeah, but I also just do see it as because you know Monday through. Wednesday are kind of really just resting and you know catching up on things but you know when when you're out there and you know you kind of just want to feel good about yourself and feel that reward sensation and it's like you know but just try not to get too extreme sometimes you know Don't yeah. get... <laughs> as you they know? say as they say you know just just a little something to take the edge off so have you have you like have you like at least smoked a joint before you got on stage? Or oh no, oh my god, that would be awful. Um, <laughs> to calm the nerves, or like maybe like a. What, I, I've expe- I've experimented very lightly with like a a little like I had a couple shows where I'm like, let me see how I feel taking like you know drinking a beer, you know beforehand. Um, never weed though, because weed is p- for weed for me is like g- getting into my own thoughts and whatnot. And when um, when I'm about to like go up in front of you know a couple hundred people, the last thing I want to be doing is uh, you know thinking too hard about the situation. Because um, I can't, I'm not good socially when I'm too stoned. So um, I like to just do that alone. What do you think was the hardest city that you kind of felt before you got on stage? The like, hardest city? You, that you were kind of mainly nervous about? Um, hmm. I was really, you know, it's funny. I was really nervous for um, St. Louis. Um, and, and all those shows, because I was like in like a real comedy club. And, and you know, I did stand up... Um, from like 16 to 22 and then I quit uh and I and I never really like like I don't I don't consider myself like a like a you know 
like a comedian comedian so it was a little bit um intimidating to like be doing shows at these like you know real comedy clubs but um they, the shows went so great it was so much fun i felt really good about myself i felt really good about the people that came up i felt really good about uh uh every it was it was great so it's it was very funny because i was the most nervous for that show but then um um it turned out to be one you know one of the best ones um but yeah i can't i can't get fucking there's been there's actually been times where like um i think i've told talked about this before but i was like at twitchcon and i was in my suit and, um, like, I was out at some bar or something, and I hit, like, I was, it was, like, late, and, uh, I know, I don't normally get stoned when I'm in, when I'm a gecko, but, um, I was in the suit, and somebody hit, handed me, like, a dab pen, and I hit it, and, um, then, like, two seconds later, somebody came up to me, and they were like, are you the gecko guy from TikTok? And I started freaking out, I was like, oh, crap, I don't know how to, like, I don't, I don't know how to be myself right now, you know? Um, so I don't, I don't really mix, uh, uh, you know, weed and talking to people. That's actually funny. The first time I did ecstasy was after a DJ set. My sister actually gave it to me. I was super nervous about a DJ set. <clears throat> I just got done and she handed it to me. She's like, just try it. And I was like, real nervous. And I just was like, fuck it. <laughs> I popped it, and then I went to the washroom. And then as soon as I came out the washroom, I freaked out. <laughs> and oh, you were, the, the ecstasy made you freak out? Yeah, yeah. I, like, um, started sweating everywhere. The lights, you know, just the, the lasers and everything. And then I realized that I didn't even pack my book bag. Oh, no. So I was, like, freaking out because I was like, I don't... <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to pack my laptop on my cables, you know, and the other DJs are already playing and I didn't want to go up there looking like I'm a, yeah. <laughs> like a zombie and all sweaty. And, uh, I ended up having to call one of my friends to come and, uh, pack my bag for me. Cause I was, mm. <laughs> but yeah, that was, I would never do that again. <laughs> that was too much See, that's, me. you know, that's the thing about like, um, and this is why I don't even, uh, you know, is, I feel like uh, I don't li- I I I know some people and even like when I was in like high, I feel like I've mentioned this on the podcast before but like when I was in high school there was like I was friends with this girl who like would take a huge who she like she could take big bong rips and then go do all of her homework and I was amazed by that cuz I was like <laughs> I can't I can't mix l- like d- drugs and like doing work that well, I know I've tried before, but I, some people are so good at, at at doing that somehow. Like take even like act, taking ecstasy before like having to go do a big like uh, uh, DJ set. I can I can see why that would um um have have uh, unintended yeah. consequences. <laughs> did did you uh, did you did you eventually do the DJ set? No, I already finished the DJ set, so that's why I took it, but. I just, you know, I needed to still pack my bag because my stuff was still up there at the in the DJ booth. So it was difficult, you know, um, it was difficult grabbing it because I was just 
out of my mind. I wasn't in my element. And I didn't want the other DJs to look at me like I was weird or anything or, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, um, what's what's next for you, Armando? This was a. Uh, uh, are you? Are you? You seem. You seem like you're chilling. I know that we. You talked about. I. I. I don't even think it was you. I think it was your friends who said you had an alcohol problem or something at the at the Chicago show. Does that? Do you consider yourself to have a problem? Uh. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. But you know, I mean, I. I, I probably do to others. It, it might not seem normal to others, but. I feel fine for now. You know, I'm kind of just living in the moment. I know eventually okay. it'll kind of catch up to me, but sure. uh, right now, you know, I'm just having fun and um, summer's here. So I know that's going to, it's going to be a lot of fun for me. And Oh yeah. Lots of summer ales. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's all a kind of perspective thing to me. It's, I know other people might think, you know, oh, that all oh, that guy does is party, you know. And some sometimes it's it's kind of my job <laughs> in mm-hmm. a way, you yeah, know. Networking, hard. networking right. sometimes involves grabbing a beer with somebody, you know, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of leads to another job, you know, stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, but I want to keep you. Uh, you know, talking too much longer. I, I know other callers want to get on, so um, thank you, Gek. You're amazing, man. Sure. I haven't oh, talked thanks, for man. for a while now. Enjoy the jersey. Thanks, man. What a cool you thing. Know. I'm sorry, I didn't even. <laughs> you handed it to me like right as I was running off the stage. I didn't even get the chance to yeah. open it. Thank you, man. I, I, I thought I bought the later show, but I accidentally bought the early show. So, um, but it's all good, man. I'm glad that I got to talk to you and. You got to check out the jersey, but yeah. So next time you're in Chicago, you should wear it, rock it, and <laughs> you'll be official, man. Thank you so much, Armando. Uh, stay safe, man. You you have a good one. I'll uh, maybe one day I'll I'll, I'll watch you DJ in in Cabo. <laughs> of course, man. <laughs> have a great one, Lyle. You too, man. You take Talk care. Bye bye. Um, that was, that was cool. I, uh, I, I wanted to ask Armando about, I, I, I didn't get the chance. I wanted to ask Armando about all the, uh, uh, I'm sure that when you're DJing a wedding, you, uh, see lots of, uh, I don't know, drunken, entertaining, uh, family things. Um, you know, it, uh, it's a joyous occasion, a wedding and everyone's. Happy, I don't know, what the fuck am I saying? All right. Thanks, Armando. Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online option for therapy with video, voice, and texting chat options with a licensed therapist that can be done completely at your own pace and on your own schedule. You don't need to leave your house. You don't need to sit in traffic. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with one of several therapists on the platform. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find one that works for you. And you can communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. It's never a bad idea to find someone qualified to talk to about your issues and get some guidance on them. Learn to make time for what makes you happy by visiting BetterHelp.com gecko today to get 10% off your first month. 
That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low-sugar sodas, and low-sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead by agave. Liquid Death is bringing death to single-use plastic bottles with their infinitely recyclable cans. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, Flavored Spring Water, and Iced Tea 8 Packs with Amazon Prime, or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com gecko to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com gecko. Liquiddeath.com gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. Hey, hey, is this Lyle? Yeah, who's this? Hello? Hi. This is Anthony. Uh What's up, Anthony? I really wanted to call Lyle today and see if he watched the uh, the Mario Brothers movie. Um, well, this is Lyle. I don't know if you know that you're talking to me. What? Hi. No, I did not yeah, know. What's up? Hey. Hey. You do really sound different on the uh, on the phone. So do you. Long time, first time. I've been listen. I've been listening to you. Uh, through your uh, microphone on your on your phone, I have a tracking device in your phone. I don't know why I'm saying this. Hi, what's up, man? Oh, you, you scared me. <laughs> um, you wanted to see know if I saw the Mario Bros. movie? Yes, I saw the Mario Bros. movie two nights ago. What are your thoughts? Um. I, a lot of people are saying that it's just like well I don't I don't want to have spoil I don't I don't really, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it because it like just came out um uh but I felt like there were too many things introduced too many plot elements introduced that the the movie I mean it's only an hour and a half long movie and and it didn't adequately service all of the uh, plot lines that were introduced um and i don't think it was written that well 
um, you know, uh, with that in mind. But, but, um, I liked it. My favorite part was the Easter eggs and hearing, uh, the musical score and all that. Like, I didn't, like, Mario having a family was weird and I didn't feel like that was necessary. Um, the whole, like, Mario wants to make his dad proud thing. I was like, why are you doing that? Um... But it was fu- it was fun. Like the parts of it that were supposed to be fun, I didn't like that. Okay, they put fucking Mr. Blue Sky. They they used all these um um like uh, uh, pop songs, which and they're not even modern pop songs. They're like for an older audience. Like they used No Sleep Till Brooklyn. Uh, they used Take on Me. They used Mr. Blue Sky, and these aren't like you, they're not like pop songs for kids. They're kind of like, you know, it's an older audience who's going to know those songs. And so it's like, if you're going to use those songs for the older audience, why not just use the f- the fucking uh, more Mario music? You like know? the Koji Kondo songs. Yeah, yeah, the Koji Kondo songs. Um, that is that the, uh, the, the uh, music guy? I think so. I might be it, it was it was really weird that they used like licensed music. I, I was thinking about that today, and I was wondering if that was like a um, a a, uh, a financial decision. I bet it's probably cheaper to license music than it is to create more. But I just I, it was weird. I didn't like it. Um, but I, you know, I, I mean, it was fine. It was fine. I didn't live up to my expectations. I, I might go see it again. What'd you yeah, think? Yeah, I, I I liked it. I, I really wish I had more to say on it. I, I called you to, and I'm too like excited to process my thoughts. Um, I was really excited for that movie. I got back to LA, uh, at like f- at night, and then I went right from the fucking. I was dying to see this movie. I went right from the airport to see the movie. Um, it was great. Wait, no, it wasn't. It was. It was okay. It was okay. The experience of going to see it was great. You have another question? Let's see. Let's hear it. I I did have another question, Gek, but go ahead. This is like very. This is I'm like way too excited talking to to Lyle the Gek live in front of everyone right now. Um, Oh man! Oh, I'm coming to see you in New York City. Oh, rock and roll, rock and roll. I'm excited. I'm excited to see that. Wait, is there a question attached to that? It's okay if there's not. You wanna uh, you wanna smoke weed in New York City? Um, I I don't I don't like to promise things, so I can't. I'm I'm not gonna promise that, but I don't because I might. I don't know. It's it's not out of it's not out of the cards though. It's not out of the cards. It could happen. I don't know what I I don't know uh, uh, if I have anything after that, but maybe I'll try to put together some kind of little after thing. But um, I'll say it's not out of the cards, but I can't promise anything. Hell yeah. What's your name, man? I'm Anthony. Anthony. What else is is there anything else going on with you, Anthony? I, I feel like I'm I feel like I, I wanna I wanna know at least something about you before we go. Uh, I'm going through a, a bit of a a rough patch, Gek. Oh yeah? Well, how so? Yeah, I I just I quit my job like a week ago. Just to just to go on and like pursue an adventure. Not sure what I'm gonna do next. 
what's what uh you quit your job to pursue adventure what adventure are you going to go pursue i haven't figured it out yet mm. um but yet something that something was bubbling in your mind for a while that made you ultimately make the decision to quit what was what was what was the straw that broke the camel's back they it was really bumming me out and they they asked me they put like another thing on the the calendar for me and really it was like the one straw where i was like this can't be this can't be every day <laughs> okay um what was i going to say uh what what was that last straw that you said can't be every day it was it was i had to present a meeting in like may <laughs> this is, oh, is about, that is about what it was about uh how to fought, like properly like process the spreadsheets and it was like kind of like i couldn't look at the screen anymore the, oh, yeah. the like glow of the screen just like yeah ugh wanted to melt my eyes they so they made you present they wanted you to give a presentation on the spreadsheets in may yeah i i I gotta be vague because it's it's kind of like um (sighs) do you work for i I work for an i could say an ad agency so i can't really say the clients is why do you work for auntie ann's no Okay, I know they're notoriously secret about, you know, all things pretzels. They are delicious. That's no secret. But, okay, so you work for an ad agency. Okay, all right. So you're working for an ad agency. They tell you that you need to do a a presentation on the spreadsheets. You're like, if I have to look at this computer screen any longer, I will go insane. And so you quit. What did you – well, how long ago did you quit? Uh, a week ago. A week. What have you been doing in the in the week since you quit? <laughs> More spreadsheets. <laughs> Trying oh, to leave on of... the right note. Oh, okay. All right. You you get you put in your two weeks, so you're not done yet. Yeah. All right. Um. All right. It's nice that you're trying to leave on a good note. You're like, let me get a reference lined up in case if this doesn't work out. Yeah. In case I have to, you know, go back to not having any money at all. And I need what? to just do the spreadsheets. <laughs> What's the um? Mm, well, so you wanted to go on an adventure, you say? Yeah, I don't know what's next. Like, I don't want to do something in the in the field of art, creativity. Um, mm-hmm. but I need money, and That's I feel true. like you probably have a good experience with this. A good experience with uh, with what? You know, turning art into money because uh, I think what you do is very, very awesome. Thanks, man. Let's see, turning art into money. Well, here's here's the thing. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things to this. Is that well, you can turn your art into money, but then your art will become a job. That's a common uh, piece of of. It's a common anecdotal thing I see out there. Um, and feel it, feel myself as well. Um, what, what kind of art do you make? I can draw amateurly. But you uh, said, you I, said you're looking, talking. 
I'm good at good talking talk in front of people. people. Okay. Yeah. Well, you said you you said you're looking for an adventure of some kind. Yeah. Are we talking like a trip? Are we talking like a like a get out of Dodge, go to Macedonia type of type of vibe? Is that what we're what we're thinking right now? It it could be. I I got some. You know, I have a family. I have a wife, pets, so it's hard to travel. Okay. Uh, what's your, what does your wife do? What's your wife do? She makes the money, like a lot of it, like way more than me. Is she is she cool with like supporting both of you guys? Yeah, she's my hero. I love her. Shout out to, to you. Um, she's watching. Shout out your wife. Shout out your wife. Um, all right, so you guys hey, you got pets. Does she, what uh, what what was her what was her uh, thoughts about this whole thing? I was driving her crazy. She probably this is probably a relief to her to, to, for me to do something else. Oh, were you coming home every night just complaining about work? And she was like, "We'll just fucking quit already." Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's good. That's because she's supportive of of uh, you know your life. Um. What is she? What's her ideas on what you should do next? I'm sure you guys have talked about it before. I'm. I'm. I think uh, I'm going to be helping her, almost in like an assistant role at this point because we got we got we've had way too many things to get done that have just been piling up for years, like two years at this point. When you say assisting her, is it assisting her with like her job thing, or just like kind of like house husband kind of kind of life things? House husband life situation. Like it's not ideal because I'd love to. I'd love to be able to be more supportive. It's kind of it's kind of a tricky situation. I don't think you know. Look, you know. Look, here's 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 the thing. About um, you saying it's not ideal to be a house husband. Life's life is there's a lot of maintenance fucking to it. Uh, you got pets. You have to pay taxes. You have to go to the dentist. I mean, there's a lot of things to do. I mean, you just said yourself there's a whole, you know, um, you know, you got to clean shit. You got to cook food. There's a, you said yourself there's a whole list of things piling up. That I'm sure she uh, could use a, a, a nice, strong, supportive house husband to figure out while she's, you know, uh, working, working, making the money. Yeah, I, I'm decently. I can lift up like 40 pounds pretty easily. That's very attractive. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, what's up? We've been watching you for like a long time now. We, we probably saw the call out. We tried to call you like 60 times. I didn't oh, even really know what to say. Uh, so I was just wondering, um, when when people call into you, what what are you looking for? Um, lately, I've been looking for less and less. Lately, I'm just trying to have fun and talk to people and enjoy life. Um and I've been doing that. Um, I, here's, I mean, this is why I do this. Is I don't, if I knew what I was looking for, I'd just go make it. But I like, I like doing this because um, if things come in that I didn't even. Uh, I mean, that's that's what's been so fun about doing this podcast and about you know the way I do 
my live shows and the way I do all this stuff is that um, interesting things come to me that I didn't I didn't even know I was looking for. You know, that's what's fun about it. So I'm not I don't know if I'm looking for anything. Hold on, I have to and, sneeze. And uh, may- <laughs> let let. Ugh. Sorry, excuse you. I mean, Kazuntite. Uh, no, you were right to say excuse me. You you know what? It's funny. You should start saying excuse you to people when they sneeze. Um, what were you going to? You were going to say something just now. Uh, I was, I was. Um, did I'm it have to do with? The, did it ha- did it have to do with the Super Mario Brothers movie? Uh, what do you think about Charlie Day as Luigi? I, you know, here's uh, another, okay, uh, this is my last thing on Super Mario Bros. movie. I saw a lot of the, um, um, f- reviews talking about the voice cast. I, lo- I loved all the voice cast. I even liked Chris Pratt. I thought he was fine. I liked all the voice cast. I don't, people are talking about the voice cast, though, like it makes or breaks the movie. The, the, the voice, here's the thing about acting. And I might catch some flames for this, but here's, like the voice actors in this movie, they show up for like a week and they record their lines and then they get out of there. And then f- for about five years, uh, people click and drag shit around in um, on the computer and they actually go and make the movie. So the voice – I don't think the voice cast has that much – strongly to do with the movie. Although that, I mean, that said, I had, I thought the voice cast was fun. You know, Jack Black, Bowser, Seth Rogen, Donkey Kong. He did the Seth Rogen laugh. Charlie Day was great. I thought it was great. I like, I liked the voice cast. I don't think it's like, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't gripe over it. I would say. Jack Black uh, with the Peaches song was, uh, was really good. I think that was worth the price of admission for me, so I think I'm okay with anything else. What is your name again? Andrew? I'm Anthony. 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 Um, Well, well, Anthony. I'll see you in New York City, Gek, and I'll say I was the one who spoke to you about the two weeks when you got back to L.A. Maybe my my opinion on the Super Mario Bros. movie will change by then. Yes, but uh, I. It sounds like it sounds like you have a supportive uh, wife, which is nice. And I think you'll. What? Just real quick before we go, because I feel like this is still unresolved. What? When you say adventure, do you do you have an an inkling of a of an idea of what your adventure is going to be? Not a not a single, not like one clue. Okay. Do you, um. Maybe you and your wife and your dogs can go to Peru. We could get a van, maybe. I like that. Does she work from home? Yes. Oh, fucking van it up. Go crazy. Solve mysteries. See, you could... Ah, you got the dog for that. You got the dog for solving mysteries. You could be... You know what you could do is you could, like, learn how to do all the van stuff, right? Like, you... You fucking learn how to fix up the van. You fucking go to you. You she makes the money that you use to go to Home Depot to buy wood and shit. And then you fix up the van, and then you become like the 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 handy handy man handy van man. And she makes the money, and you you do the handyman van house husband stuff. I'm gonna put a giant geck decal on it. I'm excited for that. And you should sell that in in the shop. I, I sell little stickers and stuff. 
But, um, I'm excited for you, Anthony. I think Adventure Awaits. I hope it does. I hope Adventure Awaits and not, um, you know, treachery and death. Even though that is what, what awaits us all. Eventually, Anthony, is there anything else yeah. you want to say to the people of the computer before we go? Uh, be kind to each other uh, and and go Gek. Thank you, Anthony. You have a good rest of the night. Good night. It is true. Death awaits us all. Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by funlove.com. Oh, yeah, that's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Factor Meals. I'm actually a huge fan of Factor, and it's been a large part of my weight loss journey this year. I've been using them before they sponsored the podcast, and their service is great. I hate cooking so much, and Factor makes it very easy to eat healthy, delicious food that I can whip up in the microwave or the air fryer. I'm a big fan of Factor classics, such as the shredded chicken taco bowl, the Indian butter chicken, and who could forget the cream tomato pork chop. I've been trying to count calories and lose weight and all that stuff, and Factor makes it very easy because the calorie counts and the macros are listed right on the box. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash gecko50 and use the code gecko50 to get 50% off. That's code gecko50 at factormeals.com slash gecko50 for 50% off. Call from... Will. Hi, Will. Hey, how's it going? Uh, it's going good, man. What, what are you up to? Well, I'm just chilling. Uh, you know, I'm sitting at my desk like I do most days, you know, and I saw you go live. I was really excited, to be honest. Um, you're sitting at your desk? What are you doing at your desk? What were you doing before I Well, uh, usually I'll have, like, three different streams open, some YouTube. I drink, you know, water to stay hydrated. Sometimes okay. I'll enjoy a nice stuff from a bowl. And, uh, yeah. You have three different streams? Oh, like three different Twitch streams? Yeah, I mean, I like to keep myself entertained. What Doesn't that get a little bit confusing? Like having all those different people up at the same time? Oh, no. I mean, I have three monitors. I'm a juicer, so I watch uh, XQC a lot. So he keeps me entertained all day. And then, uh, you know, I'll watch people like Moist Critical. Charlie, if you know him. Uh, who else? You know, Amaranth from Healing a Little on the Wild Side. Stuff like okay. that. Sure, yeah, I've heard of all those folks. Um, yeah. What What draws you to want to watch so many streams at once? 
Um, let's see. I mean, I just, I like to keep myself entertained. Like I said, like if I'm watching one person and I'm not like too into what they're doing, obviously it's not like a VOD, so I can't click through it and go through. So I go to a different stream, but mm -hmm. yeah. What do you do outside of watching streams? Uh, today, you know, I, I like to go to, for drives a lot. So I went for a mm. drive. I listen to some music. Uh, you know, that's what I like to do a lot. I drive and listen to music. I'm in college. So I did some college work this morning when I woke up. Okay. Uh, I fed myself like everyone should. Mm -hmm. Um, what do you go to college for? It's actually pretty interesting you ask because you probably have never heard of my degree. It's called interdisciplinary studies. You ever heard of that? No. What is that? So I got to choose my own like major paths. So I made one of them commerce, one of them foreign and modern languages, and then I'm minoring in IT. That's a lot. You're you're. It sounds like you're approaching college degrees the same way that you're approaching watching your streams. Oh, yes. I need to uh, branch out and venture into everything I can at one time. Okay. I mean, do you feel... I'm just curious from, from my own uh, from my own curiosity. I mean, do you feel, uh, I don't know, grounded doing all that shit? Like, it's a lot. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, it is a lot, but it, it keeps me entertained. You know, I, I fill up my days. I club on the weekends. This weekend, I, I live in Florida. I drove down to South Florida, partied with some friends. So, you know, okay. I like to at least keep myself busy, keep a busy plate, I guess you could say. It sounds like you have a full life with all these Twitch streams and clubs and uh, college stuff. What what do you do when you go to the club? Are you, like, trying to talk to new people? Are you getting um, wasted? What's really, your deal? No, I don't I don't like to get too drunk at the club. I just, I'm a big EDM guy, so I'm actually, like, super into whatever DJ's there. If it's a good DJ, I'll usually try to get as close as possible. Like, most of the time at the club that I am uh, live, like, right across the street from, I'm usually up at the DJ booth, like, chilling with the DJ that I know. It's actually a really good time. Okay, what, what what's the DJ that you know like? Oh, he's uh, this guy, his name's Jamie. If anyone wants to look him up, he's actually a really cool guy. He's played a EDC home base, if anyone knows what that is. But it's uh, he just likes to play like house, some techno, some rap. If people are into like rap, the younger audience, some college mm -hmm. kids, so like, you know, Kodak, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, Kodak what? Black. What, what, what's your dream for the, what is your name even? I don't even think I got that. Oh, I'm sorry, Will. Will, what what's your hope for the future, Will? Um, honestly, just get a nice job with the degree I'm doing. Live in a nice place wherever I decide to move to. If I decide to move out of Florida, and mm -hmm. just be stable. Yeah, is have you always wanted uh, stability? Is that kind of the thing that I would you've, think you've so. yeah. chased? Okay. Yeah, because, like, you know, just growing up, like, my dad is pretty well off, and so is my mom. Like, both are, my parents are divorced. They divorced when I was, like, two or three. So I've always kind of wanted to just, like, build a nice life for myself after I graduate. Oh, fuck, man, that sounds good. You sounds like you got a good uh, head on your shoulders. It's funny, you, you started off talking about how you have, like, 20 Twitch streams on your computer <laughs> at the whole time, and I was like, I, I wonder... I'm, cur I'm curious what we'll find out about this it's guy never, the never more 20, we talk to him. 
the match but, was three, um, I would say. Sounds like you have your head on pretty straight. I'm jealous. I appreciate, I mean, I've watched you for a, a decent amount of time. I would say you do as well. My favorite interview you've ever done was with uh, with Logic with Bobby. That shit was the best. Yeah, Logic's a good dude, man. Um, well, well, look, I'll say this. I mean, before we go, man, was there anything in particular that you, you wanted to talk about or just kind of chit-chat? <laughs> I was low-key calling because I started fucking gambling on Steak US recently. I need you to talk <laughs> me out of it. <laughs> All right. Uh, how, much have you, how much have you lost gambling? Um, I probably put in, like, I would say 250 to 300s right now. All right, so you're down 300 to 250 bucks. Yeah. So I should just, like, stop while I'm here, right? I mean, I think so. Yeah, I just shouldn't put in anymore. It's funny because you are – I didn't even say anything. You just told yourself that and wanted me to confirm it. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's why I called. I was hoping you would just tell me, like, just fucking don't do anymore. You're not going to win. It's wild. I'm trying not to tell people what to do anymore, but – yeah. Um, I mean, well, well, look. It's what, not like I have the money to just throw away. It's kind of just like a fun thing to right. fill my time. What made you want to get into gambling in the first place? There's a fucking, you know, a train and Felix. What, say that again? Yeah, train wrecks, XQC, just watching them gamble. It's a fucking blast watching them gamble. Oh, oh, it's the it all goes back to the Twitch streamers. Watching them oh, gamble has made you want to gamble. Of course. All right, well... I mean, I, I'm sure you can find better hobbies to do. I, there's, there's lots of. That's the cool thing about the age that we live in. There's a lot of things to do. Oh yeah, I, uh, I go kart a lot. That's another thing I do to fill my time. Is a cool go kart track near me. You're the most like well put together human being I think I've ever talked to. Damn, that is a compliment coming from you. I appreciate it. Um. Well, look, what, what's your name again? Will? Yeah. <sighs> um, I mean, yeah, look, I don't, I don't think I would keep gambling just because these Twitch folks are gambling. Yeah. Um, but the go-karting seems cool. Let's keep doing that. Yeah, I think I'm going to, all the money that I've put so far into that, I'm just going to hold off for a little bit and then keep, keep go-karting. Now, that is until you find a way to uh, work gambling into your go-karting, which is very easy. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's when uh, I need people to track and start betting on rides. Okay, well, try to, you know, not do that. <laughs> no, I won't do that. I won't put the idea in my head too much. All right, man. Is there anything else you're going to say to the people at the computer before we go? No, just uh, live life. Enjoy it, bros. Don't be dicks. Thanks. Talk to you soon, Will. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com.